Hey everyone, welcome back to the Creatures Podcast. Today's episode is a recording from an Instagram live that I did with such a wonderful guest and I will be introducing her in the recording of the podcast episode that we did together on Instagram live. It's all about tuning into your soul purpose and unleashing your potential. Welcome back to the Creatures Podcast. My name is Katie Williams. While I could describe my vocation as a feminine embodiment and relationship coach, spirit baby medium, and intuitive channel and energetic healer, I could sum it all up as a deep passion for guiding women through the divine phases of womanhood. I also love the beach, rom-com movies, and chocolate. I'm a Virgo sun, Libra moon, and Leo rising, and a manifesting generator. I am a multi-passionate person, so we go into a variety of different topics here on the show. However, every conversation is designed to alchemize the divine feminine spirit within every single woman. I'm so grateful to have you here, and let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Creatures Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week so far. I'm so excited for today's episode and the guest that we are having today. Her name is Kim Peretz and she is a best-selling author, entrepreneur, content creator, and the host of the Claim Your Power podcast. And we're going to be talking about aligning with your soul purpose and unleashing your soul's potential. And Kim has just such a positive spirit and I'm so grateful to have her on. Kim, you can click the little um, live request button on the Instagram live. It should be like in the lower section of your screen and then I'll bring you on. Um, But I'm also so excited for this because we're honestly both young entrepreneurs too and it's so good to see another young vibrant person getting into the personal development and spirituality space. And if at any time you guys have any questions that you want to send in, you can bring those in into the comment box. So let's start it. It usually takes just a minute. As always, Instagram Live is doing its thing. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Can you hear me good? Yeah, you're perfectly Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. So I actually came across you on TikTok and your videos were just like a vibe with the yoga and the palm trees. And I was like, oh, she has really good energy and you're just very inspirational in general. And like I mentioned, we're both young entrepreneurs and it's just good to see that our generation is coming into such great work. So I would love for you to talk about just how you got into the personal personal development and spirituality space. Mm, That's a good question. Um, I think I was always kind of exposed to it in a way. I grew up with 
my mom is very spiritual. So I grew up like reading and learning all about like the law of attraction and things like that. But I don't think I was really, you know, embodying it until I was a teenager. Um, well, I'm still a teenager. But until I was younger, I was in high school, I think my sophomore year of high school, I kind of started to get more into learning more about the power of our thoughts and the power of our intentions and soul purpose and things like that and it's just been an amazing journey since then but it's been very transformational for me <laughs> yeah and you wrote a book as well when you were 13 right yes i wrote a book when i was 13 published it self-published when i was 15 and I think that was like the start of my journey of realizing how you can take an idea and turn it into tangible reality through aligned, inspired action and also conscious manifestation. So it was definitely a very amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, and I just love the way you describe it. Like, it's just so, like, authentic on a soul level. And I love it. So and <laughs> writing your first book at 13 was spirituality still something that you were discovering or was it coming more from like a very imaginative place because I feel like when we're young too um like our imagination can show us different things that exist within spirituality so mm -hmm. what was journey like for you writing that first book um, I would say I don't think I was connected to spirituality at all when I was 13. I was I, I was in a place when I was 13, I was pretty insecure. Um, you know, you're in middle school, you're battling a lot of changes, puberty, puberty, you're learning a lot about like, who are your true friends and who you are as a person. So I wouldn't say that I had a lot of spirituality in mind when I was first writing the first book. But I think with my second book, um, Miracle Mantras, I think you can see just by the title and the content of it that it's very spirituality driven. And it's like a completely different take from fiction to nonfiction and personal development. Yeah, would you say that writing has been like a really big creep? outlet for you is that like a main source of channeling and kind of like expressing yourself definitely I think especially when I was younger I think writing is something that is also very connected to my inner child I think nowadays I am less doing less writing and more like content creation and like my podcast and things like that but writing I think has been it's very special to me because it's the first thing that I was doing that was really teaching me how to speak my truth and my voice. And so doing it through writing first and getting the confidence of putting my work out and my truth out. And then eventually, as I grew older, finding the confidence from within to speak my truth openly, like as we are today. But it was definitely something that was like a stepping stone for me in a way. Mm. Was there anything that you experienced along your journey, whatever you're comfortable sharing, where you felt like you had ups and downs within your confidence. Could you repeat the question? Sorry, it was cutting out. Yeah, that's fine. Would you say that there's anything that happened along your journey um, that caused ups or downs in your um, 
in your personal development with speaking your truth and that type of thing, whatever you feel comfortable sharing? Mm, that's a good question. I'm, I'm trying to think of an answer for that. I think definitely with confidence, um, it was a long journey for me to feel very confident in my truth and in my skin and in who I am as a person. Um, so I think just like growing up, I had to learn a lot about my limiting beliefs as a person and some of the beliefs I was carrying about myself because I think so many of us carry these limiting beliefs from that stem from childhood and these can be connected to so many things. They can be connected to your confidence, your relationship with yourself, to your relationship with money, to any fears or phobias you have. And so I think my confidence really started to, I guess I got more secure in myself when I started to learn more about the power of our thoughts and our subconscious mind and listening to affirmations and eventually doing EFT. Do you know what EFT is by any chance? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. certified in it. So like, I love Awesome. Okay, yes, I'm also certified in it. And for anybody listening, EFT is stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And it's basically an amazing psychological technique where you utilize your body's energetic meridian points to create subconscious breakthroughs. So you're utilizing tapping and you're pairing it with affirmations to really reprogram your subconscious mind and to bring up certain emotions and release them so they don't remain stagnant in the body. Um, but yeah, for me, EFT was like a game changer. I got into it around two no I want to say like around a year and a half ago um and then after a year of doing it and seeing the amazing changes that it made on my life I was like okay I have to get certified and so I actually recently just got my final certification so it's exciting <laughs> and also I feel like there's a lot of these resources that we can find like in books or on the internet and obviously we have found so much value in the resources that we have but what would you say to another young person who maybe doesn't know where to start or where to find like affirmations to help them or to get into EFT tapping or anything similar um that's a good question and that actually reminds me I was having a conversation on my podcast the other day actually with a friend and she said something really wise that I kind of want to share and she talked about her advice to a similar question of that would be to do and follow what excites you. And I think that's really how you discover a lot about yourself and a lot about your spirituality is you kind of disconnect yourself from the expectation because I think there's so much information also about spirituality out there. And there are people on the internet and on TikTok telling you that things have to be one way or the other way. And I think my advice to anyone listening would be to just do what feels right for you and what you are called to do. So some people, spirituality might mean doing yoga and meditating. And for others, that they might not resonate with sitting in solitude for an hour. They, they might not be called to do that. But maybe another thing they're called to do is doing EFT or listening to affirmation or just following their purpose in some form or way. And so, yeah, my advice would really just be to tune into your heart center, like put your hands over your heart and just see any feelings or thoughts or emotions that arise in that moment and what you are feeling truly called to do. Because when you do that, when you truly follow your heart, you will receive so much 
support and guidance from the universe. I agree 100% with what you said about the different information that's out there. Like, we could go on TikTok and like one person saying manifest this way, another person yeah. like, no, do it that way. Or um, I think even on YouTube, we can kind of get that as well. But I think it's more like on the TikTok platform. Um, so I love that recommendation of putting our hands on our on our heart and kind of just seeing where we're at and what our natural gifts are. So another topic I want to go into was your journey with yoga. I think the first video I came across with you was a yoga video. So can you share how you got into yoga and what it was like getting your yoga as well? Because I know you just shared that recently too. Yes, um, I would love to share that. So I got into yoga. I mean, I've practiced yoga before when I was really young, when I was a child, and I would go with my mom to yoga classes. But if I'm being honest, at the time, I was so young, and I did not have an appreciation for it. I think a lot of people when they first start doing yoga, it's like a common misconception that it's like, oh, yoga is so slow. I don't like yoga and all these things. And I felt the exact same way. So I started yoga for a little and then I like completely was disconnected from it for almost all of my teenage years. And then I want to say when I was 16, I was dealing with some health issues and my acupuncturist recommended that I start doing yoga to help some pains in my body. And so I started doing yoga just like at home. There are a bunch of YouTube videos. So I was doing like 10, 15 minutes of yoga a day. And I started to really get into it and appreciate it for the practice that it is. Because for me, yoga is not just a physical practice it's the connection between mind, body and spirit. And so as I got older, I really started to appreciate the benefits that I was getting from yoga. I mean, physically, I was feeling a lot better, but also mentally and emotionally, I was feeling like my brain was a and my mind was a lot clearer. I was feeling more intuitive. I felt like when I was on my mat, I was getting a lot more clarity on my life, and just more peace and anxiety levels were going down from practicing yoga. And so after that, I was so into it, I started to take it more, you know, up. And I was taking more real classes, hot yoga, power yoga, vinyasa flows, um, yin yoga, like all these different yogas. And I was just in my exploration phase. And I was doing that for a year. And I was practicing really consecutively, like I would say like four to five times a week, like hour long yoga classes. And I realized wow, like I have such a passion and a love for this. Um, I would love to expand my practice deeper. And so I was thinking, how would I, could I expand it deeper? I mean, there were some retreats, but I was feeling very called to get my 200 hour yoga certification because I felt ready to do it. I think I've gotten a lot of questions on my TikTok actually from people asking, when they should do it and if it's like they're not good enough to do it or if they haven't been practicing yoga enough. And I think my answer to that is you are a valid yogi or a yoga practitioner, whatever you want to call it, wherever you are in your journey. 
And if you have this like inkling and you feel called to go and get your 200 hour yoga license, you have that desire for a reason. And it's because that desire seeks you as much as you seek it. So I tell those people like, go for it, go get it. Because there will be people in the training that will be extremely advanced going there to start their own yoga training studios and all these things. And there will be people in the training who are just there for personal self expansion and they may not have every single pose down but they are still there and they are still valid because yoga is about you and focusing on your mat and your experience and not looking left or right at your neighbor it's about you and your time on the mat and so i finally decided to take the leap in june and i went to costa rica and i was there for a month and i was immersed in the most amazing 200 hour yoga training of my life it was so transformational and i feel extremely extremely grateful to have had the opportunity to go and fulfill that dream of mine and i felt like i have grown as a person there in every single aspect of my life and I'm just so grateful for that experience. <laughs> yeah, you light up talking about your journey with yoga. And I resonate with what you said 100% that your desire is valid and that what you were seeking seek you and vice versa. And no matter where you're at in your journey, that desire is valid. And it's like there's a little something for everyone in yoga i feel like um because just like you said it's a mind body and spirit connection do you have like a favorite type of yoga that you enjoy doing or teaching mm, i love to teach a good power vinyasa <laughs> i am very into music and connecting music with movement so i really like teaching power vinyasa classes like crank up i don't know some britney spears for like the peak of the class um get a lot more core and movement in because i think at least for me that is when i feel the best is when i'm getting that connection with the music but you know especially as a woman depending on where you are in your cycle your body aligns kind of with a different form of physical movement so when i'm in my ovulatory phase like yeah i love power yoga but four days before my period like i'm probably not gonna appreciate power yoga that much and i'm going to be more feeling more aligned taking a yin yoga or like a slow flow or a restorative class and so i love to teach different classes and i love to take different classes and i think you're always a yoga student just because you got certified to be a teacher doesn't mean you know everything i think there's always so much to learn especially in the yoga world i mean it's thousands of years of sacred wisdom and there's so much to learn that even if you took all the trainings possible you still wouldn't learn every single thing that there is to know about the yoga world and that's i think that's the magic behind it honestly <laughs> yeah when you mentioned like more so being the power yoga during your ovulatory phase i was like we are speaking my language i talk about like um the feminine cycle menstrual cycle like all the time on my page so i was like Woo, we're getting on 
a topic that I absolutely love as well. So to you know kind of like what you want to do, uh, I don't want to say what you want to do with yoga because that's kind of like, you know, if someone were to say to you, oh, what do you want to be when you up? And it's like, what? I have so many different skills and talents. But you feel that there's anything that you within your yoga experience that you want to take further and give to the world? Um, I, I'm trying to think because that's a really good question. I think there's so much to expand with yoga. I mean, yes, I can teach classes, but the wisdom that I learned at the program was something that I'm applying to my life right now. But I'm actually in the process of launching a spiritual membership community. And so I'm hoping to do and host some yoga classes that are like exclusive to that community on there that are more connected to the lunar cycle. So I am planning on hosting like a new moon yoga class that's all about setting conscious intentions through movement. And so that is kind of like the direction that I'm going in with right now. But I'm definitely still connecting to myself and trying to get more clarity on how I can take all the wisdom that I've learned and really apply it to help empower as many people as possible. I love that. I think a lot of times when we find a talent or passion, then we can get into like trying to put it into a box if that makes sense when there's so much possibility that lies within it and i love that the new moon yoga idea i think that's something that is so beautiful and there's something that we can learn within every skill set and passion that we have and so i just love hearing you talk about how much wisdom you gained in your experience with yoga and the 200 hour training. So now I want to get into what exactly is a purpose because I'm sure there's some people on here who are like, sole purpose, that's like such a big responsibility, but really it can be very simplified. So how would you describe a sole purpose? I would describe a sole purpose well, I want to start off by saying that I believe that we all have several unique purposes. I think there are some people that believe like you have one purpose and that's your entire life. But I believe you have different soul purposes at different periods of your life. But I, what I believe, and for anyone listening, take it if it resonates and if it doesn't, that's okay too. But what I believe is that we were born with a set of skills and a set of passions for a reason and it's because we're supposed to follow those passions because and being and be in service of others because our purpose in this world is to spread more love and is to be in service of others so i truly believe that we are all born with a unique purpose maybe some will say that their purpose is mundane or some will say that it's extravagant but i think that we can look at examples of people that light up when they are doing something like, for example, my acupuncturist, she is the happiest person. And whenever I come to her and I see her, she just knows every single little thing about all the herbs and all, all the meridian points on your body. And I'm just like, that is so your purpose to do that and to help 
treat people and to help heal people. And that is part of her purpose. And so seeing people feel very connected to their hearts and following their true passions, I would say is how you can start discovering your purpose is just to ask yourself what makes you light up and what excites you and just following those footsteps. And I think in life, it's you're learning that as you go, like you're not going to one day wake up and be like, this is my life purpose. Like it's something that you discover as you go, as you continue to expand and grow as a person on this earth. But I think the more that you follow what your heart's truly telling you to do and what truly excites you, you will find a lot more fulfillment and joy and abundance in your life. Yeah, it's like, it's a very abstract idea. You know, when we grow up, it's like, do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a chef? Do you want to be a lawyer, right? Like these very concrete ideas and career paths. But like you said, it's tuning into the heart and just finding what lights you up and then through that we can channel it into different career paths and so I think a lot of times we can get into our head and be like okay do I want this career or that career when really we need to look within and be like okay what lights me up what am I good at what are my passions and my strengths and then from there we can like channel it into pretty much anything um and just like how you do yoga and you have a podcast and you write those are all different skills that mesh together into like a beautiful soul blend <laughs> I guess we could call it um so for anyone tuning in if you have any questions you can put them into the comment section but Kim I wanted to ask you what would you say to anyone who is in a place right now where they're kind of confused or lost and they don't know necessarily what they're good at or what they're passionate about where would you say is a good place to start and how to build up from there this reminds me, this question reminds me of something that I actually learned during my yoga studies, and it's the concept of the cycle of transformation. So this basic, the cycle of transformation is basically this idea that in life, no matter what we are experiencing, like tangibly and the specific thing, we are all kind of going through the similar theme and the similar cycle, but just in a different font. And so usually you are at your normal, and then you kind of enter this period of chaos and confusion. And maybe somebody who doesn't know what their purpose is or doesn't know what they're passionate about and feels a little bit stagnant in their lives, they might be in the chaos and confusion phase. But what the cycle of transformation says is after the chaos and confusion, you experience a revelation. You start to understand something about yourself because that chaos and that confusion ignited a fire in you that awakened the strength within you more than you think. And so suddenly, one day, boom, you wake up and you have this revelation about yourself. Maybe it's something really small or maybe it's something really big that you realize about yourself. And then you enter this period of integration where you start to integrate your new normal. And slowly you will reach this new normal where you're no longer in the chaos and confusion and you are in this new place and in this new vibration, finding your, yourself in so much more clarity and abundance. 
And so for anyone going through the chaos and confusion part of your life, I want to validate you, but also tell you that this is only temporary and you will soon find more clarity. And the more that you tune into your heart and the more that you reaffirm to yourself that I will rise up from this, I will empower myself from this and you find the strength within, the more clarity you will get and the more support you will receive from the universe and I'm saying this like from my own personal experience too and I'm sure Katie that you could share your own personal experience as well but we have all had periods of chaos and confusion I mean thinking back like five months ago in my life I was going through a very challenging time in my life where I was completely immersed in chaos and confusion but I always had this innate belief that everything that is happening right now is truly teaching me to awaken the strength within me and teaching me my true potential more than I can imagine. And you flow through the cycle. You just, you, it's like, I don't know if anyone that's going to be listening to the podcast can see what I'm doing on camera, but I'm basically like making a cycle with my hands and you're in the chaos and confusion, but soon you wake up and you're finding yourself in this new normal and you're living life and you're vibing. <laughs> yeah, I love how you describe it as a new normal. Because I think especially with kind of how our world has been over the past couple of years, we think new normal and we think that it's a negative thing. But actually, when we're in that stage of chaos and confusion, the new normal is safe and it's grounding and a really positive experience. So what would you say to anyone who might be afraid of what's to come on the other side? I think as a collective in society, we have a big fear of change. And this is something that I was very fearful of for much of my life. But one of my favorite quotes is, the only constant thing in life is change and so if you can learn how to ride the wave of change with love and grace you will see so much more magic in your life because when we resist change we are putting up this block in our lives and usually something that i believe is that everything happens for your highest good even when it doesn't seem like that in the moment and so if we can view change as a blessing instead of this daunting thing, I think many of us will find much more clarity. And I think the biggest thing that I honestly have learned from yoga by being on the mat is that, for example, when you are doing balance poses, sometimes you fall out of balance. Like you'll do a tree or like a crow pose and suddenly you fall. And you can choose to respond to that fall with grace or with frustration. And the reason I mentioned that is you can apply that to life. In life, inevitably, you are going to fall out of balance sometimes, but your strength is determined by how you rise once you fall. And so if you can rise after your fall with grace and self-love instead of frustration and hatred, you will find so much more inner peace from within. And you will realize that things and the way that things unfolded in your life really were meant to teach you some powerful lessons that your soul and you as a person needed to embody. 
beautiful. That resonated so, so deeply. And I think our attitude towards things, like towards the chaos or falling out of balance is a true game changer. Um, like how you mentioned, you can fall out of it with grace or with frustration. So we're going to wrap up here. Kim, where can the people find you? Where can they find your content um, or anything else that you have to offer? Um, I think my biggest place that I'm pretty active on would be TikTok. I love to use TikTok and to share a lot more of my life and wisdom on there. But I'm also hosting a free full moon circle on August 11th. It's virtual. So anybody who wants to join that and feels called to come, you can sign up an RSVP through my stand store, which is in my bio on my TikTok and on my Instagram and feel free to message me with any questions that you have. And thank you, Katie, for having me on in this conversation. I had so much fun chatting with you. <laughs> thank you for being here. Uh, this video is going to be uploaded on Instagram. Is it still IGTV? I don't know. I think Instagram changed around some things. Uh, <laughs> but it'll be on the video part of Instagram. And then the audio will be uploaded to the Creatures podcast. And Kim, I'll be sure to send you that link once it's uploaded. Awesome. Thank you for holding space for me. I hope you have a wonderful day. And thank you to anyone who came on and listened. <laughs> thank you, everyone who tuned in. And thank you to Kim. I have an awesome, is it nighttime where you are? Yeah. <laughs> it's I like five o'clock. So that's Leah. I hope you have a great evening, Kim. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you would like to stay up to date on all things The Creatress and Agape by Katie, be sure to follow at Agape by Katie on Instagram. I will see you guys on the next episode.